What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. My name is Adam. I am your host. This is the Hobby News Daily Morning Minute. Today is Monday, November 20th, and I want to give a shout-out to Tops, I suppose, in this instance for something that I think they did a really good job with. Also, shout-out to everybody coming from the uh, from the recap episode. If you watched on YouTube, thank you very much. If you're listening to this episode and you are wondering where the episode was for the recap uh, over the weekend, I uh, unfortunately didn't put it into the published. Uh, I didn't put it in published. So Sunday night, that's when this came out. So if you want to go back and listen to uh, all of last week's episodes, it's, it's up now for sure. I, it's 100% up now, uh, but it didn't get posted till Sunday night. So go check out that episode uh, and then you know check out this full episode that we've got coming right here. Welcome to HobbyNewsDaily.com, an online resource for the latest news about sports cards, memorabilia, and other collectibles. We hope to provide information and a little fun with your hobby experience. Every morning, you can listen to the Hobby News Daily Morning Minute for a quick update as you start the day. All right, so now that the MVPs have been announced, uh, Otani winning his second MVP, Acuna, I think, winning his... First, maybe or second. I'm not 100 percent sure. I forget which one, how many he's won. But Otani winning his second, extremely impressive. Where's Otani going to go? I don't think anybody really knows at this point. Um, I do think that Tops has lucked out a little bit, in my opinion, with this promo that they've done. That no, uh, which I guess they've only done it for two years. So at some point, they probably. I mean, I guess that they maybe don't announce it until later on in the season, potentially. I forget what they did the past few years. But so it's the MVP buyback program. I think I think it's a phenomenal program. I mean, to be honest, like what do you really do with base cards? I think is really one of the big questions within sports cards nowadays. Because you like there are just so many base cards within a within a box. So I think that the buyback program is very smart. And I think that they did a really good job kind of coming up with a concept that brings brings value to some of these cards and not even on the secondary market. Like it brings value to the cards that collectors already have, but it from from the company, from Tops and Fanatics. Like it's not just from selling the cards because, you know, if you had a Tops Chrome or a Tops uh, flagship uh, Otani or Acuna. Sure, yeah. There are probably people who speculated a little bit on those cards. I mean, it may even be an interesting speculation point over these next couple of years is like people who try and buy a bunch of buy a bunch of the potential MVPs like because I you know, I was actually looking on uh Twitter and uh so Real Breaks Live, uh they accepted a a wheelbarrow worth of MVP buybacks uh with Acuña and uh, uh, the Otani cards, and they said that the value was over $120,000 worth of cards, which is, I mean, it's impressive that someone was able to accumulate that many cards. I would be, I'd be interested to know how much they really spent on those cards. I mean, uh, it's, it's, and I think uh, Real Break said they're going to come out with a video on what the customer bought with the, um, with the, with the money that they got from these cards. Like, I don't know. I don't necessarily think it's something that you should go out and be like speculating on who's going to win the MVP the next year, but it is something that like if you hypothetically if you want to buy, I don't know, 10 
I, I don't know. It really depends on how you want to do it. It really, honestly, it probably comes down to if you can guess right, you'll win. If you have to guess on a bunch of different players, the, the odds probably are not in your favor of how much you'll have to spend on the cards realistically. Like, if you can buy the AL and, MV, and NL MVP and you can guess correctly on those, it's, I mean, this is actually a pretty good example of, like, if you're putting a bet on these players uh, through, like, an actual sports bet, through DraftKings, FanDuel, ESPN Bet now, which is, you know, they, 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 they took the pen, they took over Pen Gaming, which used to own Barstool, but uh, it's it's basically like putting a future on those players, and uh, I think that you're able to just get the cash back on these cards. I'm pretty sure, like you know, they like I said, they they accepted a wheelbarrow worth of cards, and I would be also interested to know, like. Where is the money being made on these cards? Um, because there's got to be money made somewhere. Like I, at this point within sports cards, I think we probably know that there's no way that money is not being made somehow on all the things that are going on within within packs within cards. So I guess it's maybe. I guess it's probably the money they're assuming that if somebody gets the buyback the mvp buyback that they'll buy more cards with it like you know and and for for most people they're probably not getting a hundred and twenty thousand dollars worth of cards and this is also like i said back to the point i made making a couple minutes ago like i wonder what they paid for these cards like if they're if sure they had a wheelbarrow and if you go to uh card brokers on twitter they're the one that posted the original picture uh and then like i said real breaks they're the ones that said that they accepted the accepted the wheelbarrow worth of redemptions there are like a lot of cards in there uh and, and, and like it, it's not just like even just a one layer it looks like there's multiple and multiple layers of these cards of the otani and it looks like there's a lot of otanis in there just looking at the picture there's a lot of otanis on top i you know I, oh and then i see i see some more acunas in there but you know like i said I, if they spent I don't know, a hundred K. I mean, this is where it's like the, the $120,000, like realistically, how much could they have spent on these cards? Like, did they spend a hundred? Did they spend, you know, 50 K like, or did they spend like, like, there's no way that they could have only spent like a thousand or $2,000 buying these cards. Like, uh, $120,000 worth of these buyback programs is a, such a significant number that like I would imagine it's got to be in the five it's probably in the mid five it, it, it's in probably in the mid five figures realistically like did they double their money maybe I, I, but at the same time it's like these are all like base cards and sure there are some of the numbered cards that they do uh, that they do within these uh, within this product as well it is just it's a really impressive picture and it i mean i shout out to these people who really went all out and really took this buyback program very seriously this feels like it probably had to be like a collective of people who were probably all trying to buy these cards because there's no way that one person just was buying i guess there's i, I in my opinion I, I don't know there there honestly there could be one person that was buying all these cards but there's just so many of the cards it's like 
uh, what you know, obviously they got $122,000 back, but it's like, how much money and time did they spend on these cards? That's really insane. And like I said, I just want to give a shout out to Tops here because I think it's a really cool, it's, it's a cool concept, and I almost wish that there were other ways that they could incorporate this concept into other areas within cards. I don't know, I don't know how, like, I don't know if it's like one player per team, if they could figure out, like, I, maybe it's like, I don't know. I, I guess it's like, I feel like there's a way to expand this program somehow. I don't know how. I think it would have to be like, maybe it's like one player per team, or it's like, maybe it's like expanded to like all the candidates for MVP potentially. That could be another way. You know, let's just hope that they don't run into a scenario where you get a rookie. Uh, this is, and, and this is actually really the only scenario, and this is kind of where I'll wrap up this episode. This is the only scenario that I look at realistically and say, like, if this happened, Tops might run into a little bit of an issue with these cards because um, if a rookie wins MVP, that's where like you may run into a potential you may run into a potential issue there uh, where a lot of the a lot of the rookie cards are off the market. I guess, and maybe maybe that's not an issue. Maybe that's something where people who are investing in cards, like maybe that's something that they would like. They would like less of these cards to technically be in the, in the potential market for people to buy. So that way their cards are maybe more valuable. I, I, I don't know exactly, but either way, like I said, tops, I think did a phenomenal job with this concept. And over the next few years, I guess I'd like to hope them. I, I'd like to see them figure out a way to expand on the program, how they're going to do it. I guess that's really up to, honestly, it's up to be determined at this point. Remember to follow at Hobby News Daily and sign up for the mailing list at HobbyNewsDaily.com and keep collecting. 